Welcome everyone to Out on a Limb podcast. As you can see, we're always laughing. We're always laughing right before we come on. And so our friend Christina, who watches frequently said, keep going. So if we ever have a laughing fit again, we're going to keep going. So we're going. Wasn't quite a laughing fit like last time. No. But um, welcome. Welcome to Out on a Limb podcast today. We're going to talk about galactic and ascension updates. So what do we know that's new? Cool stuff. Ooh, I, I don't exciting. know. I just, I, don't I just know. know it's all coming together. Like it's all just like, you know, Ooh, the plan is coming together. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is. All right. So I what's like how we went nefarious. Life. And she's like, Hallelujah. <laughs> I just so thought about that. Wow. <laughs> I'm on the peace train. I'm riding that. Peace what, train. what I have envisioned is the little Martian from uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh, with his helmet, right. with the broom on yeah, the exactly. top. Oh my yeah. God, that's funny. He's yeah. cute. You got to open it up that way now. I'll have Let's him see. come across the screen or something. Yeah. Oh, good idea. <laughs> ah, as you can see, my birthday orchid is still here. We taped several. Uh, Every time we get together, we tape several episodes. A little peek, a little peek so a little peek the behind the scenes. This is yeah. our second. I don't know when this will air, but this is the second one we're doing on my birthday. And I'm not just saying that so you'll give me lots of birthday wishes in the comments, but you can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> but what we were talking about, shameless, said, I love little that. little shameless plug for her birthday here. Yeah. yeah right. I, I really am not doing that. It's just fun. I enjoy yes, doing this yes. on my birthday. Yeah. But we were talking about, she didn't realize, because we're the same age until today, and now yeah. I'm older than you. Okay. So you're- a few months. Like I keep telling my friend Diana, I'm two days older than you. Right. Two days. Okay, you're a couple eight, months. Eight months. Something like you that. Old lady. But <laughs> she said she didn't realize I was Scorpio. So that's probably a good thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because Scorpios can Scorpio. be kind of fiery and intense. And I think I, I, I think I live up for that for both of us. So we're both Scorpios. Yeah, we are, are Scorpios fire signs? No, they're no, water. They're water signs. Yeah. 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 yeah so you works. guys drown out the fire signs. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I am not enough into astrology to know. I only know certain ones. And then people go, oh my God. So do you know about like Virgo doing this? And I'm going, no, absolutely not. Right. <laughs> I, I opened up Linda Goodman's sun signs and love signs. And I read everything having to do with me and maybe one other individual that would. And then that was it. And then those people I interact with the most. Yeah. No need to, no need so to know any other thing. numbers. But yeah, that's very good. It is. And two Scorpios trying to live in the same house. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> challenging. At any rate, we're off topic as we are wont to do, but galactic and Ascension updates. Let's talk Ascension updates mm-hmm. first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't even are know where to begin because I'm the, usually the one that's with my eyes closed, bringing this information through. So I don't even know any of what's going on. So and, I'm just going to listen at this point. And, and I just, here for color commentary. You, you, <laughs> you can jump in because I've shared all of these with our little galactic group. So you've heard some of these things. So what, I got, what, what I will say. I gotta remember. <laughs> remember. You will when we talk about it. Yes. I, I will say it, this might not be a necessarily an ascension update, but we just passed through the 1111 portal. Uh, so we're taping on the 12th of November, but yesterday was the 1111th for, for those that are keeping track at home. And um, <laughs> that matters, but uh Yesterday was a very odd energy day. Oh, and my. so, yeah. So if it was part of the Ascension thing, hey, I, I, I tried to make it through with flying colors, but I miserably failed because it was, it was bad. Um, okay. Yeah. I woke up, I woke up. Okay. But then as the day progressed, as we were supposed to do um, a, a, a little channeling thing for our good friend Candace at two o'clock, but by mm-hmm. noon, my body was just like, you're done, lay down. 
you're done. Yeah. I couldn't. My my between yeah, my stomach. Yeah, you were tired. Yeah, between then... my stomach and tired, and it was just achy. I felt flu-like symptoms. I even reached out to a good doctor friend of ours that that we've gotten acquainted to, and um, because he has me on a, a set of uh, supplements and different things, and it's making marvelous progression in my in my health. Uh, but I thought, well, maybe there's some, what do they call counter interactions with in yeah. between oh. themselves or, or maybe something in my, so I checked in with him and he said, well, it could be this and it could be this, could it be this? And one of the things, you know, I said, well, let me get some cranberry juice and I'll start drinking some cranberry juice. Cause that was some of the symptoms. <clears throat> and, um, for those that know cranberry juice, I'm not going to get into the gory details. Yeah, I'm sitting there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, We're really off on a yeah. tangent now, aren't we? Anyway, it started waning, oh, and and then by last evening, it it finally just settled. So I think it was the peak of the eleven eleven going through the eleven eleven portal. And I'm not usually I wasn't sensitive to all that crap, what? but now I, no, not sensitive. I, never, I wasn't, and now I am, and you, it's, it's the most sensitive. sensitive. Now yeah. I am. Yes, you're saying years. You, well, a couple years ago, oh, no. two years ago, even two years ago, I wasn't. Are that you sensitive. kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding? No, me? I'm just a big baby when I'm around you. Okay. That's all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, for me, like, you know, and people keep saying, oh, do you feel this? And this is yeah, 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 yeah. and this. And I'm and my thing is, no, I was sitting at the computer working on my programs. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you, you stop. I don't have time to feel all of that. Right. <laughs> Get away. Let me Wait, continue. We just, we just talked about that. We're supposed to feel into the feelings. We're supposed to, you know, feel Make into our truths all and all that stuff. Right? Not when you're like, I'm, I'm sitting there creating my vast empire. Oh, that's, yes. It's very, vast it's very time consuming. And my husband's like, what are you doing in there? I'm like, shut, shut the door. <laughs> yeah. Yes. At any rate, it was the 1111 portal. A lot of people were feeling a lot of things. So if you were one of them, you know, take heed. You weren't the only one. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that just means that we're getting closer to whatever's happening. Now, this has come in a couple of different places. We did a, a channeling for our spir a spiritual group in Kentucky when we were there about a month ago. Mm, yes. And the Zeta came in and said, we humanity is on track and we're doing much better than the last time we checked in with him, which was gosh, probably it was probably close to a year. People who are just joining us, like when you say things like that, say I'm I'm the one that catches these things. Like, what would a newbie be thinking? They don't know what you just said a Zeta, like they might be going, What? we talked about this in previous, but for those who are who are new or just finding us, yes. Will has a parallel existence as a Zeta, the little gray. And then I'll have to ask what does that mean? Yeah. What, what does that mean? Parallel existence. Can you They're gonna that? have to watch some yeah. of <laughs> yeah, there's some things, but but just gonna have to watch. Yeah. 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 But anyway, he the two of them are attached. He's in 5D. Will is obviously in 40. Four-ish Yeah. Four-ish. Four <laughs> somewhere in there. Uh and so we talk, we communicate with the Zeta yep. frequently. We used to really talk yeah. to him a lot, but anyway. Mm -hmm. When we were talking to the spiritual group in in um, Kentucky, the, some of their questions led to me calling in the Zeta. Mm -hmm. Now, and did you go? Oh, that's the person I need to call in. I'm just curious. Or did you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I deliberately called in the Zeta because I knew he could answer some of those galactic questions that they had. Okay. Um, and so when he came in, he said, "Humanity is doing a lot better. You all right?" I my necklace is wanting to go like this. It's like literally drifting on my neck. It's literally like I can't keep it straight. Wow. What's over there? I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying not to move. And Okay. Now I'm going to keep casting eyes. I know. And they're like, going, what is going I on? It's just because it's hanging on my neck. And as I turn, but anyway, 
Yeah. And our energy is so different in this room right now. If you guys knew, like we were so calm, our last recording. What is it with the now, galactic stuff? Yeah. When we talk about galactic, like we're off the charts, just. Yeah. Giddy. That yeah. reminds Giddy. me of another, uh, another aside. <laughs> we're never going to get to this topic. We got too many asides, people. But this is a valid aside. It has to do with galactic stuff. You know, we've talked about Moldavite and we had oh, Mark Bayerski on here. You need to go to his website and get some Moldavite if you haven't already done that. And that's, oh, you didn't wear your mold. I face. had to hang it up because I was starting to feel it. Do I have mine? No. No. Yep. Yep. Sure. She has hers. But our friend, Chris, is in Egypt. Oh, yeah. And she said that every time she went through a security checkpoint uh -huh. scanner thing, her Moldavite set it off. <laughs> so freaking cool. The Moldavite. They, so these scanners recognize off-planet minerals and things. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Is it is They're crazy. recognizing things that are from other worlds. Right. Which you're traveling, be careful about taking your motorbike with you. If your scanner, if the scanner goes off and you're wearing nothing that it would make it go off, you might want to explore that a little deeper yeah. about yourself. <laughs> you never know who you might be. Uh-oh. Um, okay, so we're edging closer to the where we are. <laughs> so the Zeta said we're doing much better. And that we are on an appropriate timeline. And then we talked to the Pleiadians who gave us a little bit of an update that was also in Kentucky a month ago. Mm -hmm. And then recently, and we did a private channeling about a week ago, and I clarified some things with the collective. And so what they said is, and it, we may have brought this up briefly in another podcast, but I'll tell you where we are now. So we're in this mm, other time window that went from June of 2023 to June of 2024. Yep. Okay. Uh, in which we would be on this upward trajectory of chaos that would culminate in something happening roughly around Christmas to New Year, mm -hmm. around the turn of the new year. Yeah. And that would be very chaotic. Uh, they didn't give us an indication of what that would look like. And this is why we said in another episode, it might be before this one or after this one, so you can check it out, oh. about getting your foundation of truth, get your mm -hmm. foundation so that you can sustain yourself through this chaotic yep. period. At any rate, by June of 2024, it was supposed to stabilize. There would still be some ups and downs, but we didn't be in a better period of stabilization. Mm -hmm. And that the first wave of ascension, we remember we've talked about ascension being in three waves mm -hmm. and the first wave of ascension for those that are on the leading edge, um, the forerunners, which doesn't well, mean you're better. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so, again, all based yeah. on your contract and what you wanted to experience here. Yeah. Uh, will happen sometime around the summer. Hmm. Okay. So that's where we stood. Uh, recently, the Pleiadians told us that that June stability period was now because of what happened in the Middle East, which happened, what, on October 9th? 7th. So that was 7th, right around. We were in Kentucky shortly after that. And because hmm. of what happened there, it pushed our point of stability into September of 2024. So I wanted clarity and I asked the collective, why is that? And they said, well, it was supposed to be a relatively small thing between these two areas. Mm -hmm. But when all these other countries started jumping in and everybody now is jumping in, it's becoming Trying much more of a major, of yeah, a major event. And they said, they're looking at our timelines all the time and trying, you know, cause our timelines change. And so even as we tell you these things, remember timelines change. And so they said, right now, things are still too much in flux for them to figure out what 
the most probable timeline will be, but it looks like it could be pushed to September, but it still could be June. It could be earlier. It could be later. It depends. They're not sure, but that's in flux, but that the Ascension point was still stable for relatively around the summertime Mm -hmm. now. So even though that's occurring, it's kind of like they're, they're two slightly different, they're different components. Mm -hmm. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. One will be the human trajectory and what happens on the 3D plane in terms of the chaos spiking around Christmas time and then stabling off in June. That's the physicality piece. Okay. The energetic piece is the ascension point. Now, if the things get so chaotic physically in Middle East or elsewhere, if things get pushed off track that far that it affects our ascension timeline, then the event that we've talked about, this energetic wave that will wash over the planet is still in play. Mm. That would come first. And that is what would then um, enable us to go through the Ascension timeline. So don't worry. We are still on an Ascension timeline. Nothing is going to take that off the rails. No matter what our government, crazy governments do, no matter what happens, that's still going to go forward. And it's going forward soon. Because that's, that's so separate from the government. That's because of the collective of all of us, our consciousness moving moving up into that space. So it's kind of like, that's a train left the the station. It's already left the station. Yeah. There's no, there's no problem. (laughs) But what information about the, the, the quote unquote event and, and some, some information that came across that was a bit contradictory to previous understanding and well, that was, we did to get clarity on it can we yeah. back up and yeah. find what the event is versus the wave um, uh it's the wave and the event are, i think are pretty synonymous well synonymous. The, ener- the energetic the event when people have talked about the event for years and years and allison co has done some things about the event on her youtube channel and everybody's talking about this event wave that was going to wash over the planet and a lot of people thought that meant ascension that that was what was going to ascend us and that's not what we understand. I'm not going to say that's not the case. That's not what we're getting and what we're understanding. So again, take this with a grain of salt, see how it resonates with you. At any rate, uh, this ascension, I mean, I'm sorry, event wave is a wave that's outside. I don't know if it's outside of our galaxy or within our galaxy, but it's coming in and it's on the table that it could wash over our planet and it would stabilize things for us. Okay. So the collective said what would happen when the event comes in, if there's too much fighting and chaos, that all of a sudden everything would calm. But that's the wave. With the event wave oh, coming in. Okay. Yeah. And it sounded like if ascension's on target for summer, then the event wave would happen have to happen before that. But things would have to amp up considerably for the event wave to be needed. Uh, all in the okay. book, all of okay. the groups that talked about the event and ascension have mm-hmm. said, we're probably going to do it on our own. We're not going to need the event wave. Yeah because of our consciousness rising. But if the event wave comes through, it'll it'll affect everyone such that all of the um, negative stuff ceases so that we're all calm enough to go, hey, something's different. What happened? Mm, okay. Now, because humans are human, they said a lot of humans after a point will go, oh, okay. And they go right back to kind, their normal. Kind of like the big C. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we right exactly back to their normal. That, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. But a good number of other people will realize something happened and then we'll start creating this new earth. And it will allow, it'll, it'll bring stability enough consciously mm-hmm. for us to be able to go through ascension. 
Does that okay. make sense? Yep. Okay. Yep. So yep. the event wave is still on the table, may or may not be necessary. So mm-hmm. no worries if it looks like the Ascension timeline could get thrown off kilter by these crazies that are out there doing yep. all this crazy stuff throughout our planet. It won't get thrown off. Make sense? You're labeling them. Don't label them. They're doing what they got to do. You're right. You're right. They're looking at contract. In order to know who we're talking about. Everybody yeah. knows who I'm talking about when yeah. I say that, right? Do they? Those that are really <laughs> contrasting the heck out of yeah. this world. <laughs> do they? Do they know? <clears throat> we love the word, the word nefarious. That's Yes. Oh, that's such a great All word. these nefarious beings. Yes. Okay. And then, so there's that. And then there's the flash. I think it's almost the solar flash. Oh, that. Yeah. We did a channeling probably two years ago now, and it was one of the ones that's it's on our YouTube channel. And you can look back if you're really curious. I should do that too. Uh, well, make do you want note. a link to yeah, it? Yeah, put a link in. We'll put that in the description as far as the link to that particular channel. Because it's back in my mind. So people who've heard it are sitting there going, well, where's this solar flash? flash. And realize this is a year of intensification with the sun's mm-hmm. solar activity like it's so this is a, what you're yeah. talking about is a specific is a physical activity that's going to a physical yeah. solar event well it can be exactly. explained in a physical manner okay. by our okay. scientists okay and okay. it will be it could be used to explain the event okay right from a point of scientific physicality Okay. But no, I, but the event and the solar flash are two separate things. Okay, it is. Separate. What I'm trying to remember is which one they said would come first. first. I think oh, I know what it was. I think if I'm if I recall this correctly and you guys can go back and listen. Mm-hmm. I think they said it would be the event first and then the solar flash because if the solar flash happened first there'd be too many people panicking. Oh, so, okay. So, so people they will need to ascend move into that space and then Yes, okay. so that if they can have the event wave come by, then everybody will be calm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, all, all the warring will stop. It'll all be calm for a moment. So consciousness would be equalized. Yes. I think that's the yeah. word they use. Yeah. Equalizing consciousness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Wow. You don't listen to your own stuff. Where did that you come from? That one yeah. out. Uh, there are nuggets. That's exactly what in there, right? It's there uh, somewhere. Um, now okay. take me back in time. So because <clears throat> this whole event thing, um you started listening to was it magenta or um about what the event that's or the blossom. one or blossom what was the two of them and it was some about some who... color something shift that's what you were reading to me oh about. amanda lawrence talks about <laughs> but it was when, when, when i was doing some cooking and you were reading it and i was tapping into it and i went to a into a conscious channel it was hmm. it was one that was the, something barbara sent but I don't know. Oh, oh she might have been talking about but, Blossom because she's the one that introduced me to Blossom, Blossom I believe. Yeah, yeah. But Amanda Lawrence mm-hmm. a while back talked about when she gets the word that it's imminent, mm-hmm. she will let you know. And she notices it by the color of the frequencies that are coming in. And when they get to a certain color, she knows that it's imminent. And she said she would give us notice. Yeah. So those of you who want to follow Amanda Lawrence, she's I do. Great. I personally trust her. You got to trust your own self and see if you resonate with mm-hmm. her. A lot of her stuff is... um. Oh, kind of, uh, it's abstract. quite philosophical and abstract. And, uh, mm-hmm. if you're not there yet, you, you can kind of be like, and I'm not there yet, but I think I, it's to help those who are ascending. Already. I'm already like, I could not understand her yeah. when I first started listening to her. And now it's like crystal clear yeah. and that's scary. And, like, and when you notice the difference, and I don't listen to her, but then like, if I, and I don't always mention energy symptoms, 
But Allison mentioned, oh, Amanda just put out a new update. I said, what is it? Another big energy shift? And she's like, well, matter of fact, and here are the symptoms. I'm like, oh. Yes. Yeah, she, <laughs> so, she writes a lot about the energy changes that are hitting our planet yeah. all the time. And so if you're ever noticing physical symptoms or spiritual symptoms or whatever it is, um, yep. that it can be reassuring to know that you're not crazy or right sick or something like that yeah you might be sick though go to the doctor i'm not telling you not to go to the doctor mm -hmm. uh, but you can kind of look at those and here, when, when the here doctor on out of a loop podcast we yeah. don't um we're not doctors right we're not doctors we don't prescribe anything and we don't tell you to do specific right 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 okay so i had to think, slip out of the way i had to put that disclaimer here <laughs> also in kentucky when the collective talked they said we are on target for the ascension timeline which would be by summerish Second wave of that would be 12 to 18 months after that. Third wave, 12 to 18 months after that. And what's so, so interesting, funny. it's so quick. We've like, been waiting for this for our whole life. We, a lot of people have been like talking about this since 2012, since there was something else, 1996 or 98 or something, there was something going on. And then you had the end of the Mayan calendar and all these kind of mm -hmm. things. And people have been waiting and waiting and waiting. Well, that's the 2012 date that people keep talking yeah. about, right? And it just I think clicked. so. Yeah, I think the 2012 yeah. date. So we're finally the here. Mayan calendar yeah. end time. Yeah. But, but when we first started doing these channelings and probably, well, in 2018, mm -hmm. and when whenever we would ask about any of this kind of stuff, we were never given dates, never given dates. And when people did give dates, you know, things didn't happen. And so mm -hmm. timelines change and people get tired of hearing you say, oh, well, this is supposed to happen. You get your hopes up and then timelines change. Okay. Well, so, and you even listen to Blossom, like she, Blossom yeah. Child, she's had a crisis of consciousness, yes. of faith of whatever, you know, because it's like, here she's, these channelings come through and they say this and they explain and that. And it didn't happen. Yeah. And they right. explain that same I'm, thing. I'm in that camp. I, you know, even though I, I'm the channel. And you tell me all this information, I still kind of sit back in my chair and I'm like, mm, okay, I'll just wait and see yeah, what happens. I because I, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, that's the most probable timeline, I mean, I guess. Right. So yeah. it's, you know, right. so whether it comes and passes, I, you know, and something happens, I, I don't but, have any control. But what's of it. interesting is they, they took great pains never to tell me. And I would always ask them because that's how I am. I probe. <laughs> mm -hmm. They would never tell me timelines. Well, all of a sudden, probably a year and a half ago, they started giving kind of some dates. And then when the origin story was being channeled, they were on those same dates and those same timelines and stuff. So now they're now I didn't even ask when we were channeling this in, in Kentucky mm. and I had the to the collective came in and were, they were asked answering some things or just saying whatever. <clears throat> and they said this Ascension timeline and they told me the 12 to 18 months. I didn't even ask that question. So not only are they giving dates, but they're, it's almost like they want to let you know to get things in order in terms of your, again, your foundation and um, don't be distracted and to be kind of prepared, you know. Not necessarily prepping, but not, be prepared energetically, fear, fearfully prepared. Right. But right. Yeah. Well, and and I, you know, it's it's taken me a while to wrap my head around this because I was like, well, what if you don't have the money, and what if your partner doesn't agree with you about taking money and all? Right. Anyway, um, a, a couple of things um, that I just think are good to know is that when there's any major shifts, and I think that's part of the, why you know the big C happened. I was like, whoa, yeah, um, because it made us realize, oh you know, worldwide events can affect supply lines. Oh, yeah. So duh, you know, like 
there, there might not be enough stuff for a couple of weeks. Um, and it doesn't mean that, oh my God, you're going to be desperate, but it means if you're someone who lives with hardly anything on your, um, in your pantry, like my brother's so proud of it, like his pantry spotless, I'm kind of going, okay, what do you do when you're hungry? Will we go out and go get the food? Um, but you know, it's just, just have Mm -hmm. like, if you like certain foods, right. I'm sure they're have always in there. Yeah. Or if you have pets that you know, you know, or like- newborns and you need <laughs> formula. We, I mean, we saw that. Like we've talked about before, we live here in the hurricane, you know, hurricane mm-hmm. alley type of area and along the East Coast. And we know as residents along the East Coast to always be prepared for hurricane, whether it's going to happen or so not. So we have water yeah. and gas. Yeah. And yeah. Every season like we, yeah. we top everything off. We stock up certain things. We make sure the battery supply is good. You know, the normal things. And so it's, it's just part of life. And so if you just, and you don't do it because of fear, you just do it out of prudence. You yeah. just do it. Yeah. Your level of comfort. How yeah. comfortable do you want to be? Because I'm sure that you can eat three cans of baked beans and still be surviving, you know, but yeah. if you would rather yeah. have something else right now, me cleverly started grabbing like one can or two cans a week and putting them away somewhere else and just mm-hmm. encouraging the spending that way. You're not watching this right, Rob. <laughs> this one he may. <laughs> There'll be some spleen well, in he'll the He'll appreciate it when you've got his baked beans for him. Well, exactly. Right. exactly. I got one can. Um, <laughs> All right. So that's pretty much the Ascension timeline. We're still mm-hmm. on target for that. But I did want to talk about some other galactic interesting things. Okay. And some of these were brought up. Well, both of these two things I want to talk about were brought up in the collective channeling in for November, time. which was last week. But it was fascinating, so I want to chat with it, chat about it. The first one was the ancient Stargate network. Now, David Wilcock is an interesting character. I enjoy, I don't agree with everything that he says, and he's quite long-winded. But every now and then I'll pop in and watch one of his videos. And he had a recent video. Who is he? He was on Ancient Aliens. He's the blonde guy. Okay. He is a Edgar Cayce, for those of you who don't know. He is a reincarnation of Edgar Casey, but we a found out fractal of that, right? Yeah. He's a fractal because there are what seven, six or seven, six others uh, yeah. across the globe. Uh Edgar Casey's energy fractaled. Um fractal because lines. his energy is so powerful it needs to come out at this time. Yeah. Wow. One pr- wasn't appropriate for just one person, but he's the only one in the United States. Okay. At any rate, so if you wanted to watch that to find out where I was getting some of these questions. It would be it would be interesting if this what? fell into his purview. <laughs> I'd love to have uh, David on as a guest if anybody has the oh, yeah. power to be. But yeah, that would be- anybody I'm know? Her looking at her, I don't know. You guys have seen me looking down, and I'm going. I don't know where she's getting all this from. I just see ancient Stargate, and then she flips it over, and it's like <laughs> we got some stuff to go over. So let's get on. I have a lot of notes. All right. So one of the things, because David is big into disclosure and the real ET kind of stuff that the governments are doing and all of that sort of thing. And and, and so he's interviewed all kinds of whistleblowers and all sorts of stuff. Yep. And one of the things he was talking about was this ancient Stargate network. You guys watch Stargate. What's it called? Um, Stargate SG-1. So there's a lot of stuff in there that's true. I've never watched that. I don't watch... What's the other one? Uh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Star Trek. I don't watch any of that stuff. Yeah. But apparently yeah. there's a whole lot of truth in all of those. Mm-hmm. Th- that information's being channeled just like it's the Simpsons. Yes. Like there's, yeah. It's coming from something. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked this question in the channeling last week and the Zeta came in again. He doesn't have a name, by the way. He just says 
Will Zeta. He calls himself Will Zeta. Just call me the Zeta. Okay. Zeta. Anyway, he came in and he uh, he said, yes, there are Stargates. In fact, there are 573 Stargates that are active on our planet. Now, what is a Stargate? It's a portal that will take mm-hmm. people from point A to point B throughout our galaxy, mm-hmm. wherever they need to go, and they need to do it quick. But our planet, and he t- he gave me this exact number. This was hysterical. He goes, there are 2,575,000 across the planet, but they're not all active. 573 of them are active. And they are used, What did, he said, for the higher echelon of galactic beings to transport immediately. So if the higher galactic echelon of beings have to get from point A to point B to share information with mm-hmm. humanity or from humanity to others, then they can go immediately. Yeah. So this the, whole thing was not accidental. This whole creation I'm, of all of this. I am stuff. like right now I'm vibrating from like the it's tip exciting. of my toes to the tip <laughs> of my head. And this is the first, I mean, I've heard Allison talk about this a couple of times post channeling session. I'm telling you when we do the galactic conversations i'm telling you, they must fill this room because oh, yes. we always get lit up and things happen mm-hmm. well and i came remember i came across one of those um abandoned portals abandoned or slightly not working mm. well remember the um the woman who owns the horse farm oh right right yeah right. now there so i don't know if that's the exact same things i think mm-hmm. there are portals for uh, us to send in the stargate okay. i think so i think there are portals for us to send energy out of our paradigm and come mm-hmm. bring energy in and that kind of stuff get rid of and whatever no, that's a vortex there was a vortex there, there yeah. but there was also a portal I, th- yeah. I think what we think of as a portal and i and i would say it is probably different than a stargate a portal mm-hmm. is more for just everyday use whether it's from one place on the planet to the other another place on the planet or maybe planet to planet or maybe even out of the galaxy but it's more We're of just beyond all of that right this is this yeah. is kind of amplified this is yeah. okay well they he said <clears throat> when i he defined it as a portal yeah. he said they're you would you would know them as portals basically so maybe vortexes are the energetic well that's just the release of energy through from, a vortex though, yeah right because we kind of use those uh, synony- synonymously sometimes yeah. well did we sometimes I, I thought they were two different things they are they are see that's like all of our understandings like there's no capital t truth and it's all right. kind of what you feel out and how you've seen to me it's two different things used yeah, to me, vortex. A vortex well, that's what I'm specific, yeah, to me specifically, a vortex is just for energy, right? Movement. Release, right. yeah, yeah. Whether in or out, yeah. and and clearing, and then right. a portal is that for transportation, transportation, and yeah, going. Yes, from place I would to agree place. with that. I saw that one underneath the Statue of Liberty. Oh, and that was just an Earth portal. Really, going from the statue that was in our envoy group, going from the Statue of Liberty. Oh, that's right. Under yeah. under the ocean to um, mm. like a point over mm-hmm. overseas. I can't remember where. So he was saying that the specifically mm-hmm. the stargates are to take people on and off planet. Okay. And they were created. They were kind of invented and created when there needed to be mass migration of humans from Mars to earth. So if you read oh, in the okay. origin story, cool. Uh, humans started on Mars and the Martians were our caretakers. They were raising us in community <clears throat> to uh, learn how to be human no, do we was, need to? That um, was a chair. What? Oh, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Where's the well, chair? Just, I'm trying to shift. 
I was gonna. She thought I too did. No, I didn't. <laughs> but I was gonna ask if you wanted what to chop the energy here. This is. Nuts. I was gonna ask if you wanted to chop that out because it sounds like that. But well, you, you clarified. We're I'll gonna... listen. Go and, and for it. I just might leave it in there because I don't think you can hear it on the mic. And that it'll just be a, funny, a, a, so people can it's laugh. Part of the energy, exactly. Yeah, this is. So they they were created for that reason, and they were like, "How are we gonna get all these people off of Mars?" Yeah. When Mars started to self-destruct or whatever. And mm-hmm. so they created these, the Stargates and brought them here. Uh, well, and, you know, it, it, okay. So it, it's not like, woo, that's just crazy because think about it. We know from quantum physics, you know, and Einstein talking about this, that, you know, the closest point between A and B is like, you know, you just fold line. it up and there you go. It's straight right line. there. Right. And so these are just folded points in space. Right. That are just, mm-hmm. See, I got it. I totally understand. <laughs> And I will say, if you're interested in that and the three-letter agencies and all of that kind of stuff, David gets gets yes. into that in great detail. So if you want to know more about mm-hmm. it, you can check out his videos. He's talked about this at length. This is a real thing. Those three-letter agencies are doing this all the time yeah. to the detriment of the humans they're trying to send places, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're training people to do this. And they're training people to, like we talked about, do um, remote viewing and all yep. of those yep. kinds of things. So it's not woo-woo. It's real. Yeah. Um, okay. So they are mostly in densely populated cities, or they said in sparsely populated woodland areas. So I'm like, why would you have a portal or a stargate in a densely populated urban area? And he said, because there's so much going on that people just, they could, he, he literally goes, somebody could just go right through a stargate in front of you and you would have no idea what happened. Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, in the in the train station. Yeah. Okay, you guys have to put in the comments because I can't remember. But it's whatever ten and a half or whatever it is. Ah. You just go like to that gate ten and a half, and you just bloop. look around and you go bloop. But yes. So this is a really cool thing that um, my daughter sent me, and like, oh man, like totally get goosebumps from this one. But um, there are steps in the woods. And they're just stairs leading nowhere. Wow. And they talk about people like I'm getting goosebumps. Um, they talk about you don't ever walk up those steps because yeah, you're yeah, gone. Yeah. And yeah. nobody knows what happens. <laughs> and so there's, but there's stories around people who've actually witnessed people just going up and disappearing and stuff. It's a whole thing on the internet. Um, and I've seen pictures of these stairs and I'm like, well, of course there was a house there. There was a foundation, but it's like, no, they're apparently take your chances. Go ahead like, and walk up. Yeah. So, but that's, so when you said that, that they're in the woods, because these are always in remote places. That's mm-hmm. like, who would have built a stairway here? Why would this even stairway be here? Stairway to heaven. Yeah, yeah. So they said, just don't ever walk up those steps because you're gone. <laughs> and now that makes sense. Yeah. And Whoa, world's coming they together. Said you, would notice, <laughs> you would notice, and you probably have seen them before, but in your periphery, you might see some waves kind of like ripples and as you look at it there's nothing there it looks like solid so you use this example of a piece of granite like or a granite wall in a big city or something mm-hmm. and if you kind of look in your periphery you might see that it's shimmering like you might have seen a mirage or some of you have seen energetic beings that come into your presence they look kind of shimmer you just see the vibration right yeah that's what you would see in your periphery but if you looked at it it would look solid but you wouldn't want to go through that. And I, you, I don't think you could. He said you need a crystal and the right energy. So those two things in combination, a physical thing, a crystal, mm-hmm. and energy to be able to access the, the galactic. And see, now that's kind of like Outlander. 
Oh, I don't see. I'm glad you're here because I don't want any of this stuff. See, there's so much stuff out there that is based off of something, you know. Mm-hmm. But Diana Gabaldon, who's a wonderful researcher, so I don't know where she got why she added this little bit in there, but um, you know, it's about the standing stones, the fairy stones, okay. or whatever, and how this woman from um, like World War II goes back 200 years by touching the stones, but you can only travel that because you you have to have an energy source of crystals. Uh-huh. So, you know, a refined crystal, whatever. So um, I just think that's like, there's so much that's just like synchronizing later. together. Yeah. 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 Or some it, people or the skeptic can go, well, he just pulled it from that. You know, it's just common knowledge. We're not here to convince anybody of anything. So you can be a skeptic all day long. This is still fun. Yeah. But when you get Um, exact numbers like that, like it just, it flips you out. Cause you like when you're channeling, like you can't, you just, you can't make up that stuff. The consistency of the information, you know, it's just like so weird. And so, yeah, it begins to believe a network, uh, it builds a network of believability. Yeah. Or and, and David talks right. about that a lot. He talks mm-hmm. about when, when you have different whistleblowers from different areas corroborating each other's story, their, then their overall story might be just slightly off, but the core mm-hmm. meat of it is synchronized. Then everyone's right. truth, everyone's exactly. perspective, everyone's mm-hmm. reality is slightly skewed. Yeah. So he said that at this point, aside from those uh, higher echelon galactic mm-hmm. beings that use them regularly, there are a core group of humans that use them. And those are humans that have been here since the beginning. He said, so in other words, I think they are galactic beings that have taken on a human body, oh, okay. essentially, mm. that have stayed here since when we came from Mars. Oh, and so they've always always been on the planet. So in other words, they need a way to get back and forth and do things like that. They said if human, a regular human was to try to go through that, they would need to condition their body and they'd also need to wear some sort of covering so that it would protect them. Mm. And I don't think the government, should I say that word? I don't think the government is doing that. <laughs> I think they're just sending people through willy-nilly <laughs> and they're either not coming back or they're coming back in pieces and different things. It's kind of bad if you read about that kind of stuff. Well, think if you about read how about they that. sent the animals up in space. You know, it's kind of like, right. you don't know till you try it. They also said that they were used for, and they cracked this up, this cracked me up, heavy payload transportation. Transportation. What so if you have is- heavy payloads and you can't put them on your spaceship... <laughs> You send them through these stargates. So I guess I want to know what a heavy payload is. <laughs> I know what's in this heavy payload. And you didn't follow up on that one. You didn't dig deep. I, into that we one? were towards the end. I didn't know. Oh my god! If anybody wants to ask that question, let me know. We'll ask that question next month. But put it or, on the put it on the list. Well, think about we we had communities and cities and all this stuff on Mars. So some of it had to come down here. I guess I don't know. Well, Maybe that's how our pyramids got. They had to bring some ice makers that we needed and some. <laughs> Uh, construction equipment. That's, I don't know. What you think about the construction of some of these bigger temples and stuff like yeah. that and how it's like, well, we don't know what the technology is. And so people are like, well, maybe it was like levitation or wands or maybe it was heavier do your stuff that couldn't be left here yeah. because that's not going synchronous with, you know. All right. Follow me here uh, on this one. Okay. Okay. What's your theory? Follow me. This just popped into my head. Oh, it's know, fun. Right. So we're, we're imagining a, a Stargate is something that's like this, like that on a wall, like on a vertical wall, right? Mm-hmm. What if it was a stargate that was horizontal on the ground in a place in which we wanted a pyramid that was from somewhere else? And then all they did was just, there's the pyramid from somewhere else. That's a huge stargate. Well, but, why but we're, we're but, human. We're thinking of things in yes. you know, human 
you know, human framework of size. Well, I remember when I did the, um, I did a channeling in which um, I, um, Archangel Michael came in to help me. And that was when I was moving the vortex. And I remember thinking, God, this is hard. Like this is like mentally, like there was resistance and everything. And he's like, why are you so small? And I was like, yeah, oh, and so then I made myself really big in my mind. Like, this is all just in here. I'm like, it's crazy. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, did he, did he, did he, did he, and move it over. Yeah. You know, I was like, no big problem. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Think we, outside the box. We have to. Isn't there a parable about moving a mountain or something? Something in the Bible about moving I'm mountains? I'm sure it was not related to galactic but stuff. But it, might it was. Be. I mean, think about it. You just, you just said, Michael said, well, moving why up. are you so small? Yeah. You, you just, you know, grew in size and you were able to move this energy, right? So if you needed to move a mountain, how big would you have to be to move a mountain? Well, which is what we do. Like when people say, oh, some, some angel must have come in and helped me, you yeah. know, like lift this car. Right. Right. Because right. you just tapping into that. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I think. Is that in your notes? <laughs> no, that wasn't. We feel in our loser space. But I think that was all, those were all the notes I took as I was listening to that again. Um, yeah, that was fascinating. And then the other thing that happened in that same channeling was our friend, Wendy. She, uh, she's fantastic. Anyway, she is on several councils, apparently galactically. And so her, her team talked about one that she was on and she wanted to know what the other ones were. And they said, you're on an exploratory council. And that exploratory council would bring forth information from outside the galaxy uh, to inform humanity or to kind of figure out they were looking at outcomes. Mm. So they're looking at other <clears throat> places, timelines, different, different realities. I, I hate to say civilizations or, but timelines of beings that weren't human. They're not human. Okay. And I, I didn't get clarified clarification but i should have or could have because the origin story said outside of our galaxy there aren't any in physicality like this so they they're probably Mm. energetic beings that are outside the galaxy but anyway they have advanced pieces of technology and they're ahead of us and so they want to see how they use those technologies and how we might be able to benefit from those outcomes of the use of that technology oh interesting we don't have that technology here yet so they're watching outcomes because those people are ahead of us, those beings. And so they're using that to inform what happens here on earth. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it, and it reminds me, I can't remember if you guys channeled this or someone else, but they kept saying, I'm sure it was y'all that, um, that when, when we go through this shift, um, the amount of technology that's going to solve mm. these problems. And it's not like, Oh, everything gets great and wonderful. I mean, it's like we have right. our minds to it. We got to figure stuff out, but but we're going to be thinking differently. We're going to be shifting our inner energetically. You know what we can handle is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Our responsive, our responsibility, like our, our yes. ability to handle things responsibly. I guess yes, yeah. And um, so that and it makes sense. Like why would you know it, like the things that have already been downloaded in people's heads and they've created. It's it's kind of like we've abused a lot of it. Oh, yeah. for sure. And I say we, and I don't mean like me and the and you know the average people. Like it's yeah, the nefarious people. Sure. Um, but so they're probably like I could I could reason with that. I can see how they would say, well, this is how this went in this civilization. We need to make sure there's a certain balance point. You know, yeah. right? 
And at this particular point in our consciousness evolution, then mm -hmm. we can introduce this particular technology because humanity, the technology has increased before our morality and our consciousness yes. level can handle it. Right. So we're using it in not so good ways. I just wonder if there's like all of these galactic beings looking down on us going, they're getting it. They're starting to get, they're way off on that one, but they're starting to get this. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, I I there so. are galactic beings so. watching. There's so yeah. many monitoring us. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's, that's the, you know, I mean, we can get lost in it all, but I think at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it is kind of interesting to conceptualize being observed not in a scientific petri way, dish right? way, not in a Petri dish way, but in a way of, Hey, they're getting it. You know, let's, let's, let's throw them a little more technology. Let's throw them a little more this, let's, you know, they're getting it. Yeah. And I don't think they're watching in a judgmental way no. at all, but they are, I would, they're learning. <laughs> That's, That's just, why you're not a spirit guide yet. They, see, I'm trying. <laughs> That's why you're still a human. That's right. Oh my goodness. At some uh, point, maybe. But even, like the 5D Zeta is watching. And then you yeah. have 7D and 9D councils that are watching and informing. And everybody's talking to each other, all these different levels, communicating and telling where humanity is. And we're sitting on those councils from yep. the human aspect. Mm -hmm. So we can inform the councils energetically where we are. And think about it. It's not so that they can sit here and do this little scientific experiment. It's because they're you know, we're, we're all, we're all part of this creation mm -hmm. of like, you know, once, once we get this stabilized, the understanding is right. That you guys have channeled this, that, um, then other beings who wouldn't normally be able to handle a physical form will be able to come into the space and yes. be able to give it a go. So it's, Good it's, point. it's like, a um, multi-galactic playground, yeah. you know, of, of experiences. This is Disney. Yeah. Uh, sorry, honey. This is Disney. <laughs> this, uh, is, this is it. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I imagine the, uh, the, uh, but it's also Disney. Sorry to interrupt you when you're in the hour and a half line in 99 degree heat. Oh, so yes. it's the good and yeah. right. the bad you're Disney, right? right? Yeah. You like don't the have ride the, breaks you down and you got to wait. You don't have the fast yeah. pass. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I envision it to be like, hopefully at some point in my lifetime, it'll, it'll be like mm -hmm. the, um, you know, the, the, the star Wars, uh, galactic bar, whatever it is, whatever they call it. You know? Oh, isn't that funny? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Where they're all together and, you know, just hanging out and, uh, yeah. right. Because once we awesome. evolve, once we ascend, we're going to be, take our place. We're already in the galactic family. Mm -hmm. We're just not aware of it. Right. So we're going to get to take our place in that galactic family. And our galactics are excited about that. Yeah. They want us to understand who we are and who we are to them and how we're related. Right, right, exactly. It's yeah. Good stuff. Isn't it fascinating? I love this. And I think that's why the energy, like, okay, you know, if we were talking about this stuff and we we're like dragging, you know, you'd kind of wonder, but it's like we get, so it's, yeah. it, we didn't sit here and discuss a bunch of this beforehand and get pumped up. It's literally, we say, okay, well, we're going to talk about this. And the and moment as soon as we do, yeah, yeah, it's it's like we become kids in a candy shop. Like yeah. it's just ridiculous. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is fun. But we thank you guys for joining us on this little fun romp through mm -hmm. galactic and ascension updates. And if we get any more updates, we will certainly let you know. Go back and watch either David Wilcock if you want to his most recent uh, video, or mm -hmm. watch certainly our collective channeling, the once a month one, the yep. November. Um, and we, I think we're going to put something. Yep. We're going to put uh, David's uh, we'll put a link, put a to, link David. to the, uh, oh, no, to the one from the event. Yeah. To the event. 
And I'll right. put when we put other links as well. Um, and just a little, you know, plug for the monthly channelings that is completely free to the community, meaning everyone. Um, so yeah. you know, the second Thursday of every month, if you want to join us for that, for that channeling, you're more than welcome to. And um, that's live, 7 30 p.m. Yeah. Eastern time on the second Thursday of every month. So yeah, sign up mm-hmm. at treehouse events.com if you want to join us live, and then you'll get be in the know when it happens. Yes. Uh, and if you like these, we've heard such good comments. Thank you guys so very much for your positive feedback. And if you like these, please share with others so that they can get the word and, and enjoy. Uh, our conversations yep, and yep. learn a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and join our family for sure. Like, and subscribe and all that jazz. And until next time, jazz. see you guys. See you later. Jazz hands. <laughs> I was just going to say jazz hands. <laughs> Bye. See you guys.